a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show on RacerX.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Alpine Star Protects. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, This is the Canadian Motocross Preview. Yeah, June 4th. In uh, British Columbia, the Canadian Motocross Series kicks off, and it's always interesting to talk about what's gonna, who's going to do what, what's going to happen. More and more Americans are racing this series, so I feel like uh, people sh- might want to listen to this and, and hear some familiar names. And then we've got to talk about guys like Fasciati, if he can get the number one back, and, uh, and Cole Thompson, and lots of bench race about and talk about when it comes to the CMRC Rockstar Energy Series, like I said, kicking off in uh, June 4th and uh, breaking everything down with me. First up from Atlas Brace, he's a former national, top national competitor himself. He is a former co-host of the Pulp Mech Show, Ryan the Newf Lockhart. What's up, Newf? How are you? Hey, man. Good to be, uh, good to be back. You know, I was thinking this morning when I was coming in here to work, I think this is our fourth year doing it. Every year I think it's my last, so I'm mm-hmm. happy to be back again. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, you're, you know, the, the amount you piss off riders on this podcast, as well as, um, you know, mm-hmm. maybe not provide enough hot takes, you are off, often on the edge. <laughs> You are often on the edge. The the real question is how many guys are going to be pissed at me at round one? Right, exactly. Uh, also on the line, uh, GuaranteedMX.com, an AMO uh, sanctioning body, race organization or something. He's also a former top national pro. Ryan Gold, what's up, Goldie? <laughs> sanctioning body or something. I eh? don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm doing great. Welcome. Uh, awesome to be back with the boys. And uh, I fought for you this year. New Steve wanted you gone. I fought for you. Well, that's funny because I wanted you, you gone, Galdi, and New <laughs> fought for you. So, oh, uh, oh. we were we were yeah. gonna call you know Stally and Coster. That, that was my go-to, my next one. So That um, could have been the winner right there. That would have been good. Um, both of you are on probation. Let's just put it that way. I want to hear, uh, hear hot takes left and right from both of you. Um, there you go. Flyracing.com, please check them out. They make much more than just motocross gear. Uh, of course, the, the gear they have, the 2017 Kinetic Mesh launched at Daytona, and guys like Pike and Baggett and Dakota Alex are running uh, fly racing gear as well as Trey Kennard. The F2 carbon fiber helmet with MIPS is something that's right out of the box and onto the track. Factory ride for helmets. It's uh, very, very popular. So please check them out and uh, flyracing.com. Also, A-Stars protects. Uh, They've got a lot of different things going on. The Roost Guard. A1 Roost Guard is an ultra-lightweight and comfortable strap vest offering high levels of upper body protection. It's CE certified and protects against impacts and roost. It's uh, an innovative strap closure system for quick, easy, and tight securing fit. Uh, Professional rider's choice for those from Supercross to MXGP, the GNCC, and beyond. Alpine Stars protects. And also, listen, you can can watch the Canadian Nationals, I think, 
on uh, the Connex app on your phone. I'll, I'll ask these guys if that's still a go. But if you want to talk to the U.S. Nationals or watch those and you're a cord cutter, NBC Gold's do- NBC Gold uh, app, NBCSportsGold.com, go there. Android, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, iPhone, Chromecast, NBC Sports Gold, uh, live and commercial free every moto of the season down here. Qualifiers, motos, battle, every crash, every moto, cable TV subscription not required. Please check it out. It's a new way to watch the Nationals, and uh, it's only 50 bucks. so quit it. Stop it. All right, with that in mind, thanks to Fly, Alpine Stars Protects, and the NBC guys for, uh, for hooking the show up. Let's get into some Canadian moto talking. First of all, is the Connex app still working for people down here in the U.S.? Uh, as far as I know, yeah, it's uh, they haven't done a full press launch on it, but yes. yeah. And uh, one addition to it actually this year, uh, both Travers and Coster will be hosting that live show. Travers has taken a step out of the um, uh, production side of things and going to be live online for the, the call of the race for the Connex Air app. Yeah, so Americans down here, you want to watch. It was a bit hit and miss for me last year. I don't know how much you two used it. Um, I used it a lot because I didn't get to it many. It was, it, was a, it was a bit hit and miss for sure, but, I mean, as you know, some of those races are yeah. really out in the middle of nowhere. So it, it's just how the connectivity goes. But, but the majority, like 95% of it, it, it was pretty good. Right, right. Um, Noof, how's things at Atlas Brace? How's everything going? AtlasBrace.com. Official neck brace of yeah. Colton Fossiotti. <clears throat> Actually, we got a big list of guys. We got Fossiotti, uh, Gerke, Benoit, Porcel, uh, Chiz. Chiz is coming up. So uh, we're uh, building all those guys' braces before next weekend. And, um, yeah, we're, we're excited to have uh, about 90% of probably the top 10 in the, in the 450 class up here. So it should be, uh, should be good. Great. And Galdi, everything's good at AMO, like, uh, and it guaranteed? You're, you're killing it? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're keeping busy over here. We're, I sound like a NASCAR team. I hate when people say that. I am doing very well. I am doing very well. I am I'm making lots, <laughs> and I'm doing well. <laughs> I like the honesty, though. Yeah. Um, no, I hate that worst shit. It's literally me. I'm at a desk right now by myself doing the work. But at Ammo, there's a bunch of staff people that are me, and they do a great job for sure. But, yeah, no, things are going really, really good here in Ontario. Almost too good that I feel like lightning is going to strike or something's going to crash eventually. Wow, you hear that, uh, News? Yeah. Yeah, things are going yeah. very well. Um, yeah, things are good. Hey, so let me ask you this. Peak Ryan Gauld, so like 99, 2000, okay? And peak Noof, which was yeah, probably like 03, peak Noof. Peak Noof, peak Ryan Gauld. Who wins, Noof? Uh, I think... Uh, <clears throat> I don't. I don't want to get into. We're going to get into a big fight, and then we're going to be arguing the rest of the pod. We don't need to make it about us. I just want. To, I don't think there's more a fight here a, at all. Just look at the stats. Well, I don't think there's well, a fight here. I just. I'm wondering. This I did. Is, I'm wondering. I did win a moto. Yes, he's never won a for moto. sure. Yep. Now, if we gave that a value of say like a thousand points, then you'd have a chance. Uh, but right? Galdi, you but. went two-two, right? Galdi, you went two-two one time. I actually got oh. an overall victory. Yeah, not just a moto win, but I did not get a moto win. So yes, kudos to Noof on that one. So, all right, people, people who have seen Peak Noof and Pete Gald that are listening to this, tweet me <laughs> at PulpMX with your pick, and don't be oh. a jerk about it. Like Is anybody around like that anymore? Well, does John Nelson listen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't know how to use his phone though. Okay, uh, 
Bretley Bretley would know Peak Knuth <laughs> and Peak Goldie, right? I will Someone say I will say, I will is, say this current. Yeah, well, that's and a if that's the case, then that would, I am definitely that, holding the water bottle. Yeah, yeah, but I will say this: I think Galdi and his peak could handle me outdoors, but I would handle him easily indoors, no problem. Oh my yeah. God, who is this thorny on the freaking podcast right now? <laughs> Wait, hey, how do you do in Montreal, bud? How do you do in Montreal? One race a year. One race a year. You're right. It, it, it's, you. You're right. It's not going to go well. <laughs> oh my god. I'm telling you. I am going though. Like, listen, indoors Canadian moto and indoors, like Galdi said, it was one race a year, so it doesn't matter. Like, new if you race Supercross for half a year or whatever, I'm talking Canadian motocross. Who handles who? And you said Galdi. That's that's what I'm talking. And '99, but not. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Galdi, you're awesome, man. Good job. I'm proud of you. Hey, you know what? Coming from you, man, I appreciate it. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. This is maybe a terrible way to start the podcast. A terrible way. Um, (laughs) All right, hey, so one change in the series this year. Nanaimo is gone and Prince George is in. Uh, Not that you've been there, Noof, or maybe you have, but what's the... I have. Oh, okay, so... Is it a good change? Is it a, is it a change for the better? Talk about the 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 change of Nanaimo through Prince George in your eyes. The um, I was there. I did a motocross school up there back uh, five years or so ago. So not super recent. I know they put in a ton of work. Um, very cool track. It's got some elevation to it. Um, big uphill, big downhill. But uh, dirt is at least when I was there very similar to Nanaimo. Which oh boy. Um, yeah, but I'm not going to say anything nice bad switch, about Nanaimo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, very similar dirt, hard packed, a little bit rocky. But I know they have put in a ton of work to it. And um, suppose, like I said, I haven't been there, but um, cool, cool track. I think probably a, a step. Um, it needed to change up a bit and and whatnot. But uh, damn, they put in a cement start. Like why? That's what, one huh? thing that drives me crazy. They just they, it's another cement start. Um, so we go from uh, cement yeah, why would you, to another cement. Why would you ever put a cement start in your track? Like, I guess it's like easier for maintenance, but come on. Well, you have free concrete well, up in Prince George. Um, it was cool. It was cool in the '90s, I think, wasn't it? Cement start. Dude, at one time in the in the U.S. Nationals, we six or eight, six or seven of our twelve were were, were concrete. You know, so yeah. Um, so. I guess the teams, though, will enjoy it. No one liked the Nymo. There's no doubt. And the ferry ride money, the ferry on with the semis and stuff to go back and forth, very, very tough. So, I mean, uh, Galdi, the, the riders and teams you talk to, they're okay with this? Yeah, actually, I think they are uh, for the majority. And I actually have put in a bit of time over the last few weeks talking to a lot of the managers. And I've seen uh, uh, Disco Stew team uh, has been riding close by our, my, my area here. So I've asked a few questions and thoughts. And if you do all the math and the traveling and all that stuff, it seems to work out about the same. And then you you basically cut that ferry cost uh, out of it. So as far as cost and everything, it's, it's going to be a little bit cheaper. Distance is right around uh, very similar as uh, far as going from uh, Kamloops to Nanaimo, Kamloops to Prince George, and then back over to Calgary. It's not crazy that way. So everybody seems pretty positive about it. And I know that uh, obviously um, Courtney from Cycle North will probably have a big role to play with a lot of it up there. So you got to know that it'll be dressed up and uh, there'll be a few – um, you know, money guys up there spraying it with the money gun, making things bigger and better than it needs to be, I'm sure. So I bet you it's going to be a pleasant surprise. Um, 
Unfortunately, I won't be there. Noof, I don't. I think you said you weren't going, but I bet you that one. Maybe the track might not be what everybody was hoping, but I bet you the scenery and the vibe and stuff is going to be pretty positive. It's far up there, right? It's far. It's like 200 yeah, well, miles from Alaska, isn't it? <laughs> not like, quite that far, but from from Vancouver, it's nine and a half hours north. Oh my um, god! So it's yeah. it's pretty far. But like Aldi said, logistically, it makes sense for the teams because yeah. even when you go to Kamloops to Nanaimo, even though the driving distance, but you're going over a big mountain pass plus the ferry, so it kind of makes a little more sense. But kind of like Aldi said, I think the the support and stuff is yeah. is on point up there, and the the town will get behind it, and it, I think it will work out really well. Okay, now, so unfortunately, oh. sorry to get into it, this could possibly be one and done. Yeah, we yeah, can probably and, touch and on that later. Yeah, but. we will. Well, at the end, let's talk about that a little bit. But yeah. um, so last year's podcast, big, huge fight with us um, for the champion of MX One. <laughs> um, I said Millsaps if he stayed healthy, which I didn't think he would, and he did, and he was the class of the field. One of you jerkies took Colton. I know that. I always do. And I always do. <laughs> and somebody took Gerky or, or something. Um, I did. I took Okay, Gerky. so listen, I've been asking around down here in the U.S. about Porcel going up there. We know he basically got traded out for Dean Wilson. And there was talk of T-Dags being a teammate. There was talk of trying to get a teammate. There was talk about bringing the whole U.S. Uh, rock star semi up there. I can't seem to find any info out. There's no teammate, right? Do we know that? It's just no teammate. CP, right? No. And what no, are they no. traveling out of? Are they bringing the rig up? Because somebody at Rockstar that I talked to said they didn't know. Uh, the last, I'll take the last, this one. Go ahead, Nick. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the last I heard, they were bringing up the whole deal. But that's that. now that I think about it, that was like quite a while ago that I heard that. So right. that's, a good, uh, that's a good question. I know for a while. He's definitely coming because uh, we've been talking to him about neck brace stuff. So um, he will be at the first round. Who knows how he's getting there or if he even knows where he's going, but he's coming. <laughs> I guess he's not going to be in fly. I don't know what he's wearing. Do you guys know what he's wearing? Uh, uh, actually, no idea. I've, I've put out emails to Andre, and I get the contact. Uh, you have to contact some girl. I don't know if it's his agent or his girlfriend or wife or girlfriend. something. His girlfriend. With yeah. no, I've had no return on it. Um, I've had my new guy, this Travis uh, long name kid, trying to hunt it down to get some information. Literally a ghost. Yeah, that sounds about what he he does, for sure. It usually does. So he I, he's coming, uh, you know, it would be sweet if he comes in the back of, like, maybe a uh, like a, like a nice ridgeline, Steve. Oh, that'd be hey? beautiful. That'd be beautiful. How sweet would that be? <laughs> yeah, suck, um, suck it, Noof. You got rid of yours. I'm um, assuming, I'm no, assuming you're no going to see. What's that, sorry? Why isn't he wearing fly, Steve? I don't know. Yeah, I guess, yeah, why is he not yeah, I guess the deal didn't work out, or I don't. I don't really know. Uh-huh. And then, what's and he going to wear? Ocelot or wolf or something? And then somebody told me they, this is so Purcell. Somebody told me they uh, he was trying out different gear, and they sent them some gear. And he said the report was first. The report was he'll wear anything. He's not difficult to deal with, despite what you heard. And then the report <laughs> came back after trying some Canadian gear that we may or may not know. That mm. the report came back. Uh, the the pants are okay. Gloves need to be made in Italy. The jersey needs to be custom made here in Italy, and I and then I will talk about wearing it, and and that was it. So, um, hmm. I don't know what he's wearing, and I don't know what's going on with his deal, but he's going to show up. So that's 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 that part's good. Um, look, when it comes to the title, 
I don't know about the 800. He was off a little bit. You got to go, in my eyes, CP, Gurky, Benoit, or Fasciati. One of those four. Um, and I'm going to say the same thing about Millsaps. This is going to just replace what I said about Millsaps. Replace it with Purcell. He will win if he races all the rounds. That's how I feel. Um, he's a world-class talent. He's going to be motivated because there'll be some money on the line, I bet. There's insurance things. So that's my thinking on that. Noof, what do you what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think that, you know, on any given weekend, he will be the fastest guy, and, and obviously he, he knows, you know, he's the crafty Frenchman. So I think he'll gel well with the tracks up here because they're a little bit different and, and whatnot, but... I don't. There's just something that I feel that there's been not a whole lot of information, and everything is kind of. There's not a whole lot of talk. Does he make it to every round? Does something weird happen? Right. I don't know. Something. I, I'm on the same page as you with that. But I feel less confident about him making all the rounds and staying healthy than I did Millsaps. You know. Yeah. Well, I was not on the Millsaps train until about five minutes into Moto One at Kamloops last year and then I totally switched and was like, Steve was right about everything. Um yeah, Dave, honestly though. Yeah, Davey was great. But go ahead, Newf. Yeah. Yeah, no, and and that's what I mean. I, I think that Porcel will be spectacular. Um but I just I don't know, something weird I don't know. We just don't know, huh huh Galdi. We just yeah. don't know. He, it's it's quite the uh, secret uh, of what's going on, and, and it's it's the same as like the year that the Alessi team was coming up. Are they showing up? Are they not showing up? Holy shit, they're here! And then they did the whole series, but there is not a piece of my body or expertise knowledge that thinks that he is doing this entire series. Really? I just can't. You I just, can't yeah. see it. I just cannot. He's going to be pissed about something. He's going to miss a flight. He's going to sleep in. He's going to, uh, there's going to be too much, um, uh, freaking it's too far North and Prince George. Uh, there's something going to affect this guy. I don't know. I don't know him at all. I've never met him. I only know what his track record is through social medias or through reports on, uh, on American things, but I just cannot see him making it through all the rounds. The only thing that he has going for him in my mind is that the French, uh, the Quebec rounds aren't till later on. So he's maybe going to buy his time until then to see what it's like. Um, am I right, though, Galdi, in saying the championship is for those four guys? Gurky, CP, uh, Fasciati, and Benoit? Or, uh, 100%. Am I missing Alessi or no? No, no way. No, no. Alessi's, Alessi's uh, he's, he's going to be a 5-6 guy. The odd podium, although he, Nanaimo was his go-to. And uh, last year he did get second overall, I believe, right? Or actually he won a moto because of the docking of Millsaps. Um, but... Uh, I don't see him being a title threat. No way. Uh, what do you think, Noof? Am I? Is it coming out of those four? Well, I throw Alessi in there. I, I feel for some reason last year Alessi was a little, and I'm not looking at the results in front of me, but his results were a little bit better than I think that we all think right now that it was last year. But I think that he's going to be better second year on the bike. Um, a little bit different program, I think, going on. I think I think he's going to be better, uh, better than he was last year. I pick him for a podium guy pretty consistently every weekend. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Let me just pull up the points here, actually, from last year. I was just pulling up the 451 here. Porcel finished seventh last year in the 
outdoor AMA ones. And what did he miss? Like three or four rounds, right? Because then he knocked his melon again. Did he? Uh, yeah, yeah so, Ugo, He broke his neck again. Or um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he flew off the um, track. He was like second or third late in the moto. And he flew off the track. Yeah, like he was he was legit good um, outdoors. So. Benoit raced down here at Hangtown, did pretty well first moto, second moto he tweaked an ankle, and I know he's got that ankle issue from badly broken in uh, Geneva, I think it was. Um, but I think 2017, boys, you ready for a hot take? 2017 is the year Benoit beats Fasciati way more than Colton beats him. Changing of the guard, 2017, guys. I know Digger's going to be mad, Colton's going to be mad, everybody's going to be mad, but uh, Benoit is the new Canadian number one rider. Go. N- Noof, go. Not yet. Not yet? Not yet. No. No, not, not yet. yet. Really? I think that, I, I mean, I love Benoit, and I think he's going to get better as the series goes on. He was a slow starter last year, had a couple bike problems and this and that that were out of his control. But I think that ankle is... Not a hundred percent. That's just me speculating. I don't know that for sure, mm-hmm. but um, I think a slow start, and I think Colt comes out swinging. Hopefully, better than last year. Um, oh. I don't see it happening yet, but it's coming soon. Colton won Camloops last year, and then so he goes three one <laughs> of the f- first two races, and then but then it went yeah, down and then the seventh, fifth, fourth, fifth. You know, kind of yeah. Kind of weird. Uh, so, Galdi, yeah. So, I'm Fasciati's still going to be the number one Canadian rider? I believe so this year anyway. Uh, I definitely think that the, the torch is going to be passed, but I don't think it's going to be this year, I, I, uh, especially because of that new bike. Um, I mean, everybody seems to think and know that that new bike is elevating a lot of things, and uh, he's pretty amped up talking to Digger, getting the hot takes. He's pretty amped up and pretty fired up, feeling like people aren't giving him the credit and all this kind of stuff. I don't really know how that would come out since the guy's a four-time champion, so yeah, I, you I not give, I mean. give credit. But, um, you know, that bad year at the end of the year, so people just kind of like, oh, can he come back? Can he fight back? He is going to be gold. That new bike is set up. They've put in the time. Um, there's a little less um, stress under the uh, – stress is not a good word. A little less um, – drama's not the word either. But anyway, not having Jeremy – under there, because Jeremy and Colt kind of clashed a little bit, and of course it is Colton's ship, but Dylan Wright, I guess, is fitting in a lot better as far as that sort of things go. Like it's Colton uh, first, how, and then everything listen, else second. Listen, listen, Galdi. What? Who did you have as teammates when you raced? Uh, like Mesley Island. Yeah. Did any of these guys bug you to 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 hamper your results or noof you either on OTSF or KTM or like, no. but it was, like, it's different then, man. There's way more, there's, yeah. there's, there was Eagle back then, but it was like Eagle on the track. It wasn't Eagle off. Now there's Eagle off the track because see, that can't. guy's got the fresh hat or he's got the cool Fox Dude, t-shirt. Are you telling like me that, that Jerbear and MX2 is affecting Colton's results in 2016? Like, no, no, no. I, I think it just affected the morale under the tent in certain ways. Oh, way. God, I can't perform. Jerbear's uh, got his ears tucked in. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you understand how sensitive people are these days? I think Colton is one of those guys that's just like shrugs his shoulders. He doesn't seem like he overthinks things at all. Well, as I've always said, he is the right amount of dumb for being a champion. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, okay, so Fasciati holds up Benoit? Yeah. 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 Um, and and Fasciati, let's just touch on this a little bit. Last year he was coming into the series. He got hurt over the winter time with his pelvis or whatever, and they played it down and this and that. But I think it was a lot worse than what it actually 
um, they made it out to be. And uh, as far as I know, he's like completely healthy. And Colton's funny that way. I mean, obviously, if he's hurt, he's not going to ride up to his potential. But when things are clicking and he gets on a roll, um, I mean, we've seen it before in 14. He was, you know. Yeah, but it was the best. And, but Newf, he wins in Imo last year, and again, you guys are probably following us closer than me. But then there was just like some so-so rides, like after that, on tracks that he's good at. You know, um, it was the injury the Newf just talked about. It actually started bugging him again. Oh, okay. And once you, uh, you'll you guys will see a Newf would know this already. I think they put electric start on his bike. So Colton Spike has electric start. Reason being is, is his, his hip and everything has still is okay. still bugging and affecting him, and he has he has a hard time starting his bike. Um, the uh, and and Kevin, don't forget Benoit for people who are you know saying like Benoit had a couple of those. His chain came off twice, right? Twice, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know they got to work on that over there. Uh, I, I like Benoit though, man. I just think it's the natural order of things. What's what's Colton now? How old is he? Uh, 20 beats, right? So what's that? News? 20, 29. 29. He's been through the ringer with injuries, uh, whether yeah. it's uh, concussions or, or the pelvis or whatever. So I just think Benoit will take a step up this year. Um, maybe I'm clouded because I just watched him in Hangtown, you know, less than a week ago. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it'll be tight. Well, how did he look? Yeah. You saw him. Was he fighting? Was he charging? Was he fast? I mean, yeah, obviously his 15th is pretty impressive. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. bro. Um, but having said that, does Gurky beat them both? Let's say CP. Let's say CP doesn't finish because doesn't new. You didn't really weigh in on if you think he's going to make it. Galdi and I do not. I don't think he's going to make it either. No, okay, I'm, all right. I'm so on, I'm on that on that so, train. <laughs> the three of us do not think. Should we bet which round it is? Then is that a no, more suitable no. topic to talk? Well, about? <laughs> honestly, I I think either he gets injured or he just gets weird. Something happens and he quits or or gets hurt. But um, let's say then let's say that happens because all three of us think that it's tough to see him go through ten rounds. Uh, does Gurky win? Like clearly, Gurky was a second place guy la- or second best guy last year, and Benoit was pretty good out east, of course, like he normally is. But what about Gurky? Uh, Nave, go ahead if you want. Well, Matt was good last year, and I mean he. Man, he rode, like, every time we talk about him, he rides with so much heart and stuff, and I think (laughs) he's going to be good. I just, I don't know if that, you know, if his golden years are kind of on their way out, it seems, you know. He did challenge for some wins last year, and he was good. I just don't see it. I see him being a a third-place guy, um, fourth, odd bad moto. Um, bit of a different program over there with that team this year. No more Disco Stew, so new team manager. Um, Who's the team manager? Who? Steve Sims. Steve, Steve Sims. Why isn't Donk um, team manager? I think it's a combination sure that's effort. That's an easy way to answer that one. Um, so, okay, so you think, Noof, that Benoit and Colton possibly beat Gerke? Yes. Oh, yes. that's a hot yes. take. Yeah, yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel that he didn't have a great winter in arena cross. Who knows really what happened? He just kind of disappeared. I think a little injury and some other things went on, and he didn't finish out the series, um, even though he was still riding back home in Florida and stuff. But uh, I don't know. Okay. I just don't have a super strong feeling that he's a title contender this year. What do you think, uh, Galdi, about Gurky? 
Well, I got a little bit more hot take on that since I was in Florida. Um, I saw them down there. They definitely struggled this winter with bike stuff and motors. Um, a lot of uh, inconsistency and uncertainty and who was doing what and not doing what and all that kind of stuff. So that kind of was what bit him down there while he pulled the plug a little early. Uh, so then he's, he has begun to focus on this outdoor thing. And it there is a lot of, uh, again, with with Disco leaving, uh, you know, Steve moving up, new roles being played and all that kind of stuff, and, and who's the boss, who's not the boss kind of thing has is, is made it a little difficult, I think, on uh, on the team side of stuff. How much? From, you know, rumors and what I've heard, yeah. but I think he's going to be good. How much? I got Gert. I have him for the title this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm going no against Cole? the grain because I've had Cole oh, for four oh, years listen, in a row. Listen, yeah. Wow. Galdi not waving the Canadian flag for once. Yes. I know. I can't hey, believe it. Let, I know. Let me I haven't ask, even had a beer or anything. Let me ask you this. How much did Disco did Disco do the suspension for the team? No, it was factor connection in him. Oh, okay. I thought he was. Okay, so that's not really well, good. Well, actually, sorry. I shouldn't say that. It was it was FC, but he was able to uh, fix things on the weekend or oil changes, yeah. that kind of nonsense if it happened. Yeah. This year, it's uh, FC in-house. It has to go back and forth to them. Yeah, that's an important guy to lose on a team. That's what I'm kind of was getting at, right? It's a little – it's an important guy. Do you, you guys I would know agree, him? yes, you for guys... sure. Like he's obviously everybody in their positions has their ups and downs, but I yeah. believe what he brought was was definitely intricate to certain things that made Matt feel really comfortable on that motorcycle. Do you agree, Nuv? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree for sure. Although I did read a, a Gurky interview this morning on Guaranteed MX. Actually, oh wow! Okay. Um, that uh, Matt says, and of course I don't think he would say any different. But uh, it is Matt, so who knows what he is going to say sometimes? <laughs> but um, he literally said that the bike is much better. They figured out a bunch of things over the last few weeks with testing, because I know he was up in Canada testing with the team, um, and everything's great. So. Um, I guess we have to go with that, and maybe I'm an idiot, and he'd probably come out and win the first round. Um, yeah. What are they going to say? You know what? Testing is not going good right now. I don't feel good in two weeks. I'm really fucking nervous. <laughs> I'm screwed without 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 discos too. He could say that. Yeah, though. it is Matt. Some pretty crazy. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, it is it is Matt. He could say that. Um, the the things that Matt Gurkey has said over the time could be we could uh, we could write a book on it. So um, okay, so. If I don't – CP wins the title if he stays healthy and makes all the rounds. I don't think it's going to happen. Neither do you two. So then I say I think Benoit is the guy. I do. I think Kevin Benoit is your MX1 top champion. champion. Uh, so what do you – okay, so Noof? Noof's the only one left. Fossiotti. I'm Fossiotti. Oh, all here we go. Oh, Digger. Hey. Digger, I picked him, Digger. <laughs> yeah, <He's a> good... <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Because the American guys um, aren't going to care. They're going to listen to this, but Diggs would. So Noofs is totally protecting himself. Yeah, I know. No, I'm not doing that. I'm serious. I believe in Colt this year. I haven't I never picked him last year or the year before. True. Yeah. He's 29 yeah, you, years you old. You guys are both been pro, pro-America. Now we're swapping it out. Yeah. Swapping it out. Uh, yeah, so you just, just for whatever reason, Noof, you think he's healthy? He's happy? I think he's healthy. He's happy. He's getting older. He's got to want to win one more before it's, you know, before it's done what for is, him. And what has he got? Four, right? Yeah, four. Yeah. And what did JSR get? Six, five, five. Yeah. And, and, and so, if Colton wins a fifth, do you put him with JSR all time? Mm, I don't 
know. Well, I mean, we're going to go back to the Newfoundland argument. Do Montreal Supercrosses count? Do American races count? If you go that way, then, I mean, Colton can't shake a stick at what JSR's accolades were. In Canada, though, yeah, yeah, like five in a row. How can you not compare the two? Yeah. What a what a JSR did five in a row though. He did. What a clat what a clat win too. Two little bikes, two two big bikes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't count the little bikes when they're regionals, you know what I mean? Like it's like (laughs) no, seriously, like uh like um, total waste of time. That that championship was a joke. Just give me that number one plate. Um, no, I'm just saying, like you, like, no, like it, it counts like a like a regional supercross. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, I know how you feel on those ones too. Right? <laughs> um, not even, not even full length motos. Dude, like right? four they're, they're titles, then an Eastern Region Supercross title. Thank you, thank you. There Both you time. go. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Matt's Matt won the title two years ago, second last year. So, you know, if anything goes wrong, and hey, and he beat uh, Kevin by seventy points. Like that's sixty points. Sorry. That's significant. Now, Kevin had those chains come off twice, and God what if you God hopes you still got those. that in front of you? Yeah. What if you go from uh, Deschambeau down? I don't know which round that was. Uh, was it seven? Seven. Seven, six, or seven? Uh, that, yeah, Kevin. Kevin goes five, two, one, three, and right? and Gerke goes four, three, three, one. So Benoit probably beats him by a little bit. By a little um, bit, yeah. So, like Benoit definitely ben, got fire uh, towards the end of the right. end of the year last year. The Benoit, the Benoit that rode, the Benoit that rode on the East Coast and the Motocross of Nations and the guy, the the cabin Benoit that we saw, basically from Gopher Dunes on. If he can yeah. show up like that at Kamloops, I don't discredit anything that you that Steve's saying. I mean, I think that he would be the best guy, but. The injury, a bit of a slow start. Um, I see him taking two or three, four rounds. I, although it is good that he rode Hangtown, I think that's awesome. It's, mm-hmm. uh, I'm happy to see him do it. I think that will get him going a little bit. A gate drop, a um, couple 30-minute motos, although he didn't finish the second one, but at least a 30-minute moto with a respectable finish is going to give him hopefully a little bit of confidence, and, and uh, we'll see. Um, do we know if he's going to do Glen Helen? No. No, just Hangtown, okay, no, I believe. not. Uh, but pulling out with an ankle injury, Newf at at Hangtown is not great. Um, yeah, I mean, he said that he couldn't put his full weight on it, so that's why he pulled out. So that makes me a little bit nervous, thinking that um, yeah, we're good. You know, we got this. JSR will bring some tape from 2002 that will work for him, and tape that puppy up. Um, so the next <laughs> group of guys: uh, T Dags, Tyler Medalia, Alessi, Chiz. I would say. Right, the next group of guys. Yeah. Uh, what's the deal with uh, this new team, Chisholm and Tyler Medalia on Hondas for Disco Stew? And, and Nathan Bless, yeah. And Nathan Bless, they're going to ride um, 450s and yeah. Yeah. and Hondas and and whatever. Good team and everything's everything's solid. They got the they got the bucks behind it, that's for sure. So uh, I actually just saw them on Saturday or Friday, sorry, at uh, Moto Park, a race that I was at, and uh, Bless and um, Chiz were there uh, riding. Um, not gonna lie, they did not look that great. But I don't know if they were just testing stuff or anything like that. Like our local, our our, our current amazing Ontario talent was. Here we go. Well, Noose knows Gray the guy. Yeah, there? Richard Gray, Pierce Chamberlain, Cal Keast, uh, right. Chuck Mesley, uh, Island were all there. They just put it to him. Um, no, but um, uh, like uh, Canella, Ward, Watling, these three kids. Noose knows them right now. They're kind of the class of the field here in Ontario. 
and putting it back on the map, and they were just putting it to the B-riders. Yeah, they're intermediate riders right now. They're putting it to Chiz? Again, it was Friday practice, but they all did a moto probably about five, six laps apiece. Yeah, they put... They would put a second or so on them a lot. Oh my God! Didn't and they're the majority, uh, both are actually yeah, no cameras on a 350. Right, Noof, right. Come, Come on, hey, stop watch. Hey, stop watch nationals. 100 percent doesn't mean shit. But on Saturday, Chiz didn't race. Blessed did. Couldn't even shake a stick at the kids. So a Canadian B rider is putting one second a lap on Kyle Chisholm. Not even shitting you. <laughs> Noof, I, hey, we got to get stop someone watch else. Nationals next year. don't mean nothing to me either. But I'm telling you, he did not look that great. But national time, he's a vet. He'll know how to turn it on. He'll be he'll be a five six guy. Noof, we got to find someone else next year. We got it. Like we 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 can't have we can't have claims like out of control, right? This we got We can't have these claims by guaranteed, oh. guaranteed MX. These claims are on point, boys. <laughs> Why didn't you? If it, if this was really happening on Friday at Moto Park, like you say it was, why didn't you tweet about this or something? That's what you're supposed to do. Because I was out chasing them too. Well, what was you? Oh, so were you faster than him too? You, you could be <laughs> I, a five-six guy right I now. I knew that was coming. I knew that no, was coming. I came off uh, the track and I went straight over to the trailer and I'm like, dude, just give me that bike. You can ride the vet class tomorrow and be the referee. I'll head to the loops. <laughs> And put the bike in, you know, sixth, seventh position. Um, if Kyle Chisholm, who is my friend, yells at me at Kamloops for something you said in this podcast, I'm going to go berserk. Come on. I'll call it right now. Um, He'll be good. He just didn't look that good when I saw him. Yeah, he um, – all right, so he's going to ride a Honda, which he's been on, you know, all year in the 250 class down here. Um, and I don't feel like we ever talk enough about Tyler Medellia and – and kind of give him enough credit, like last year, sixth in the points. Uh, that I do. Yeah, that's true. You do, but you know what? Maybe like you know, Tyler's just so consistent. Like he's he's probably not going to win, but he can get on the box and um, he'll be there at the end. Like he knows the tracks, he knows the series. Um, I don't know, Noof. What do you think about going from a Husky to a Honda? I mean, that doesn't really matter. Tyler can ride probably anything. Yeah, not for him. Tyler's pretty pretty easy that way, I think. He's not uh, not super high maintenance. And, I mean, we're forgetting a little bit. Last year, um, and I want to say Steve and I were bang on the dot on this, was remember how he rode the 350 at the beginning of the year? And <laughs> Daldi stuck up for him, and he was not spectacular on it by any means. But then he switched over to the 450 on the East Coast last year. And, shit, he almost won the, won the last round at... Barry of the Nationals, he got second, I think, to, uh, I don't remember who won now, but Gerke uh, won the last Gerke. round. He got second and got some podiums, and um, he was pretty pretty good at the end of the year once he got on the bike that was actually competitive in the class. Yeah, who who was ranting and raving about that 350 being being not good for pro racing? Me. So, um, yeah. So that uh, right there is the reason why I shouldn't be doing this podcast, because I pushed you guys that way last year. Cheers <laughs> <laughs> uh, will be – so – you know, Chizalesi and T Dags, right? Tyler will be battling it out, do you think? And um, so the the surprise to me a little bit was Tim Tromboy getting the spot on the OTSF Yamaha team, the second spot. I, I is that Galdi? Is that a buddy deal or like is it is Tim who used to race pro and was number six one year, seven? I forget. Um, is that a buddy deal or did he? Is this legit? Like Tim Tromboy can be legit. Uh, well, he has definitely shown some unbelievable speed. Uh, I, I don't think it's a buddy deal. No, he's uh, there's like there is a uh, 
you know, he raced a snowcross. The OTSF team has come from the snowcross thing, but there's no real link or or, uh, or buddies nonsense there. But Tim filled in for Metcalf um, at the last two rounds, or might, might have been just last round uh, um, of last year, and the team and them all they hit it off. They thought it worked out well. They were happy with it. It was easy to do. It didn't cost a ton of money. Um, and then I believe this year uh, Andre was trying to find another, um, you know, Gherky-type guy, championship-type guy, and it just the funds weren't there. The whole rock star thing was kind of like things were going in one direction because of the Porcel money and if they were bringing more people and all that kind of stuff. So it was a bit, of, a bit late in the game. And then, you know, Tim's name was sort of still on the list all the time. And I think it worked out. Budget-wise and results-wise, he'll get, he'll be a he'll be a, a top ten number at the end of the year for sure, and have flashes of motos, especially in like Quebec in the sand and stuff like that, where he'll be like, "There's that Tim guy. That's why they hired him right there," kind of thing. What you agree with that, Nuf? Yeah, well, I mean, we got to remember that he would randomly show up at some nationals over the last couple of years, yeah, and go go five eight or nine five and stuff like that so and that's just jumping in not training for it and just having a whatever setup so um i i think he's legit he's a bit of a sleeper for me um anytime he's done the full series it it hasn't been great i mean i'd want to go back i was teammates with him way back in uh 2008 when he did the full series and i mean he wasn't uh I mean, he's always struggled on the West Coast tracks, it seemed. But, um, yeah, he could be – like, I'm with Gawley. He'll be a top 10. He'll be a 7-8 place at the end of the year probably, but with some good moto finishes in between. Um, so we talked about the four guys. Who's who's the fifth guy right now? Of course, not everybody's going to stay healthy, and, of course, you know, different things will happen. But Alessi, Medallia, Chiz, Tremblay, who stays who, – who leads that group? Alessi probably? Not on my watch. I I got. uh, I'm going to go with either the one of the Honda guys. It's going to be Chiz or T Dags. All right, Noof. What are you say? Well, I can't put Alessi in there because I had him higher up than uh, higher up than that. But my my best guy of the next best guys is T Dags for sure. Yeah, just consistent. Gets on a podium here and there, right? Um, Yeah, he's going to have some top fives. He's going to have some six and sevens too. This is the part of the podcast new for Galdi shits on Cade Clayson. So uh, go ahead, Galdi. The floor is yours. Uh, well, I called him a points stealer last year, and I think it might have come across in a bit of a negative way. I guess it's, <laughs> Just a bit. But, <laughs> I that's how I meant it. Was, and he did exactly that towards the end of the year when all of a sudden he decided that he was going to get faster because up to, I want to say it was Alverton, he was a 7-8 guy. And then at Alberton, he ran like third and fourth for majority of and finished the fifth in there and, and took a couple points away from like a Medi or something that, that had a bad moto in there. Um, I still I feel like he'll be the same guy, but I don't even think he'll be as good. I don't know. I just He didn't have a great Supercross season. He banged himself up a couple of times. Um, and I just, you know, I just see him kind of being at the races all week and having a good time and, you know, banging a seventh. I think a seventh is going to be like his, 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 hot, his hot ride. Yeah, I mean, you got to give him credit. He's he, yeah, he's very consistent. You know, uh, right for redemption racing. By the way, people want to yeah. know. Um, what do you think, Nuf? Well, I know he just can't wait to listen to this because he told me the last time I seen him because he was waiting to see what, how bad Galdi bagged on him. And even though he gives me shit for what Galdi says, right? right. Um, he's a six seventh place guy, and uh, I mean, I think that's just is what is what it is. Nothing wrong with that. 
Um, Morgan Berger, uh, Keelan Meston. Who the f is Keelan Meston, Noof? Like, I don't know this dude. Who? Is, but good results. He's, like, yeah, he's uh, he's been around actually for a decent amount of time. I want to say he's been a pro since like 2011 or 12, and. Uh, Kind of just started getting legit um, at the, you know, obviously last year he showed up. He was good. He's a top 10 guy all year. Yeah. Uh, he's from Calgary, Alberta. Um, he's an Alberta Alberta guy and um, super consistent and gets good starts. I mean, he started a lot of motos in the top five last year, and he's in good shape. I know that him and Moffenbeier are good buddies and train together. And, um, yeah, good job. Uh, you know. Him. I expect him to be, uh, you know, similar to where he was last year. And if he stays healthy, you know, at, towards the end of the year, he'll be getting those six and, you know, maybe even a fifth or a sixth at the end of the year. And Morgan Berger's doing the whole series? I don't think so. Not I don't as think far so, as I no. know. All right. I, I saw him. I don't even know if he's coming to Cam Lips. I just I put him on the list because he always shows up. So. Yeah, I mean, he's ninth overall yeah. last year, so he did them all last year. Um, yeah, yeah. Who, is there any surprises? Is there anybody that we've missed in the four, MX1 that could be surprising? Like uh, um, Mike Brown's coming up for some, but I don't what know. about this Epstein kid? Yeah, he's he's... good at uh, Epstein was good at uh, at Hangtown, wasn't he? Points both motos. I don't know. Did he? He was battling yeah. with Benoit on the first one. I think he got seventeenth. I think he went. I think he went nineteen eighteen. Yeah. I could be wrong on that, but. Um, yeah, he was, I know uh, he's, he's put he in some good point. motos here and there. At one time, he was talked about for a pro circuit spot, you know, back in the yeah. day, and uh, you know, one of those kids. Um, maybe what team is he on? What's he doing? Is he pickup trucking? He's doing his he's doing his own nut up industry oh, with deal through through Frenchie and Surratt and some other kid that I've never never heard of. So oh, okay, but Surratt is MX two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think there's I mean, no surprises I mean, on that list. But if he if he scored points both motos at Hangtown, I think he's going to be a pretty good top ten guy. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Um, okay, how many guys are in this top ten? We have like fifteen right now. Yeah, I mean Purcell is oh. obviously the wild card, but Gurky yes, uh, Fasciati yes, Medaglia yes, Kevin Benoit yes, Alessi yes, Clayson yes, Chiz yes, Tromba yes. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's eight. So That's Meston, mean, yeah. Robinson, Bless. We didn't talk about Bless at all. Um, yeah. Epstein, Berger. Oh, Swanson. Oh, yeah, Kyle Swanson. Yeah, he'll be 10, 11, 12. Yeah, he got 11th <laughs> overall last year. 10, 11, 12, 13. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to be a good year. I think the depth is good. I think it's as deep as it was last year. You know, we're losing Metcalf and Millsaps, um, and we're adding in Porcel and Chiz back again and stuff. I think it's going to be uh, – the depth is good. I always like seeing that. Um, usually the the famous, you know, words with Canada is that after the top six, seven guys, then it's about a two-and-a-half, three-minute gap back to back to ninth, tenth place. But uh, I think it's going to be – be fairly deep back into 12 and 13th place. All right. Uh, all right, let's do some MX2. Uh, but before that, we'll take a commercial break here. Listen to this commercial from Racetech. Use Pulp MX17 code to save money at Racetech and Michelin Starcross 5 tire as well. Listen to that commercial. The uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Alpine Stars Protects. We'll be right back after this with some MX2 talk. Hey, thanks everybody for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis podcast on Racer X. 
I want to talk to you a little bit about Race Tech. The folks at Race Tech have been uh, on board with us for a long time. And use the code PulpMX17 when you're checking out to save money. Get your suspension done, please. Come on. Give your bike some love. All right, if, if you're looking to get the most of your bike suspension, get Racetech's proven lineup of suspension components and services done at the headquarters in Corona, California, or at your local Racetech service center. And check out the helpful guides on Racetech.com and pick up a do-it-yourself gold valve kit. It's a revalve in a box. Things have been around a long time. Also, too, Racetech doing engines now, valve jobs, porting, honing, decking, and more. Whether you're looking for a rebuild or a high-performance upgrade, Racetech's engine services department experience, staff, and state-of-the-art equipment have you covered. I can vouch for that. I've seen it myself. Give Racetech a call and mention Pulp Mex for a special discount. Please, check them out. Thanks to the guys at Racetech. Hey, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX Show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say... I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate... Blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows, they might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. And we're back! Fly Racing Racer X Podcast presented by Alpine Star Protects. Uh, Ryan Gold, Ryan Lockhart on the podcast uh, Canadian Motocross Preview. I'm Steve Mathis, of course. Uh, MX2, Cole Thompson will win, right? I mean, no? Yeah. Got it. I'm going to have a hard time betting against him. Noof? Yeah, just too too good. Yeah. I don't know what like he, 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 I mean, he doesn't belong in the class. Like, he needs to get out. But He's I guess a Jeffrey that, Hurlings? Well, kind of. Yeah, I mean, like, do you think he, like, do you think he's super stoked to win? Like, just like, yeah, like, I'm the man. Like, I, I don't feel like he'd be like that. Like, he literally ran top three in MX1, you know, two years ago. 
And we won motos in MX1 yeah. before. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, look, these championship bonus and everything, I mean, you can't count purse money and all that. It can't be, like, satisfying for them, can it? I mean, I guess KTM is just like, it's what you're paid to do. But, I mean, was there any talk about moving up this year? Did you got Noof? Did you hear anything? I don't think so. I think it was, I think they wanted to run the number one plate, which I don't blame the team. But, you know, now that you say it, not that I was at every round last year, but at least the ones that I was at and the ones that I watched on, on the computer and stuff, it wasn't like he ever crossed the line and was like, this was awesome or the best win ever or nothing. He was kind of just going through the motions, which obviously he was winning, but right. um, yeah, I, the I excitement for him doesn't look there. Like, you know, if he goes out and wins an MX1 moto, you know, it's the best day ever. But let me ask you this. Have you ever seen him be like that? Even when he won MX1 yeah. motos or overalls? He's a very uh, mute, monotone-type character. His personality is very low-key. There's no... He's not showmanship. He's pretty bossy and aggressive against some of Like we saw him get into it with Wright a little bit last year and stuff like that. Yeah, but he's not, he's not very energetic. Emotional. He's not a very, yeah. you know, arm-in-the-air champion kind of guy. You know, just like, yep, yeah, one, you know, and then, and then goes and hangs out with his, uh, his fiancée kind of thing. Like, not, I feel like he gets more excited when, they, when they're, him and his buddies are gaming. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff. I feel, I don't know. It's I'll weird. T- I'll tell you what. The, obviously, him and Dylan Wright got into it last year. And depending on who you talk to, uh, everyone's got their side and their guy or whatever in the thing. But, man, I heard some incredibly douchey stories about Cole uh, and his battles with Wright. Um, and, again, it's not all from the one side, just pe- neutral people. Um, so I don't know if he had a bit of a chip on his shoulder. Like, like who are you? Like, who are you, Dylan Wright? I mean, am I right, Goldie? Like, did, that. did 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 some of those things like Cole didn't like exactly behave awesomely? Uh, no, uh, for sure, one hundred percent. But like you said, everybody's got two sides to every story. But for sure, and I mean, I I uh, witnessed some of the things prior before with the uh, in the Arena Cross series the year before with the Jacob Hayes stuff. So there has been times, yeah, for sure. If the douche is the like, word we're using, there's been those moments. You're like, Jesus. I feel man, like but, I feel like know. he needs to grow up. A little bit, you know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a fan. Maybe a the fan. championship has done that, and we'll see a different style of that this year. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so get him out of the class, just like Jeffrey Hurlings. Get him out. Get him out of the class. He belongs in MX1. He can win the championship in MX1. He's that good, um, in my opinion. So, Wright switched teams this year. Went from the uh, uh, MX101 Yamaha team to the uh, Digger Honda team. Moffenbier beat him though in the points. And and Sean had a great season, a real kind of like a resurgent season. He's, he's a veteran of Canadian moto. And I, so I don't know how Wright's going to adapt to the Honda. There's no chance it's as fast as the Yamaha uh, that he was on. But uh, he's certainly an emerging Canadian young star kid. And I'll tell you what, the guys I talked to down here that seen him down in California were pretty impressed. Like some high-level uh, people on race teams were like pretty impressed by the kid. Does Wright challenge Thompson for this title? Like, the, or, or I mean... Does he jump over Moff and challenge Thompson for a title at all, Noof? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I guess it depends on what level of challenge you want to. Well, he beat him, him by he I, beat him by 121 points last year. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a, you knocked that at least in half. Okay, uh, in half, and I think if I don't it's know how huge, many, but... I don't know how many motos right one. I don't think it was a ton, but I know he did win some. My bet would be that he wins. At least eight motos this year. Really? And, uh, oh a couple, shit! A couple wow. Of those being overalls. Yeah. I. I mean. I mean. Yeah. Wow. That's I a. I don't see. It's uh, a hot take. I don't see why not. Is that I more mean, of a. You think he will, or he has to win at least eight motos this year? Like I mean, like for career-wise and and uh, you know ego-wise. 
Well, in order for him to, you know, keep moving along in his career, and he's on a top-level team and, and good equipment and good people around him, he needs to win more than he did last year. And I think he was he was great last year. I mean, he came out and, you know, earned that first moto win at Kamloops, and then it went completely south. I mean, he went from hero to zero because of all the crap that went down. He jumped the start, then he got – they red-flagged it, then he had a – penalty and then he crashed and got DQ'd for cutting the track and stuff. So, I mean, he needs to delete that type of stuff out of his, out of his program. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not even kidding you. That's not even an exaggeration. Well, there was 25 points right there, right? Yeah, that was 25. And then he had another couple bad motos somewhere, um, somewhere else. He did something happen weird, but um, I'm calling eight motos and Thompson still wins the championship by 40 points. I'm not giving him a whole race. Uh, what do you think, Galdi? Right, challenging, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on the, pretty much the same page as Noof. I think with that one, uh, I don't think I'm, forty to a fifty I'm not going, point thing. I'm not going. I don't eight know motos. about eight motos. Yeah, I mean, the motos. series is only is only twenty. I do not see him winning close to fifty percent. I, I can't see it. I don't think Thompson's going to win uh, win the other twelve. Like there's only be two winners, but I see a five, six motos, maybe two overalls, um, and those overalls are, are going to be. Um, Aren't going to be a one-one day type thing, um, but uh, he'll be he'll be the best challenge uh, at the highest percentage for Thompson for sure. Like you know, with the switch and like this this year's really big. It's pretty. It was kind of funny back when the team signed him. Um, I want to say it was this, uh, November-ish or something like that. That week, he signed with a brand new team, got a brand new chuck, got a brand new chick. And uh, so all the things are on the up and up right now, and he's getting kudos yeah. out of California, and so he's he's, he's going to come in. But I, like you said, I don't think he's going to beat him, but it'll be the best challenge. But six motos, six moto wins is as high as I'm going to go, and I think that's even. I don't know. I think that's a little high. The new chick, new team, new new chick. Replace the old one. New team, new truck, new chick. All in the same week. I love that story. <laughs> yeah, isn't that that's beautiful? That's why I'm giving him eight moto wins right there. Um, and eight moto wins. <laughs> we we never saw Jacob Hayes uh, last year outside of the what first first practice in round one, right? No, um, no, we saw him. We saw him for practice, and we saw him in the first corner, and then we saw him for about three laps after that. And okay. Then he Didn't he qualify out. first last year? I think he did. Yes. He yes, qualified he was first. Guy. Yep. Yeah. So, so can he get in the mix? Are, are we counting him out? He's riding for the Monster Cowie team. Um, is he faster than Thompson, Moff, Wright, and Pettis? Not right if now. He can, uh, if he can muscle his way through round one, it sucks when another, a racer you're talking about a racer like that. If he muscles his way through it and gets himself in the game, he'll, he'll grab two or three motos this year and maybe an overall, mm-hmm. but he'll be a third to fifth in the series. Okay, and Moff, who will be the top-placing MX-101 rider? Moff and Bayer or Pettis? Noof. Moff still. Jess Pettis. And you say Pettis, Galdi? I got Pettis no, this year, yeah. Uh, who's, what's the age difference between Wright and Pettis? Is there any? Uh, no, I, I want to say Wright's actually older. Yeah, I think really? so, right? No? Maybe a year. year or two. I'm always I the guy. I think Dylan's Pettis. 20, and I, you know what? I think they're both 20 years old. Okay. So Wright's better, though, right? Like, than Pettis? Pettis had a nice breakthrough year. But Wright's probably a little better. At this He's point. got the edge on it for sure. Noof. Pettis, I well, yeah, no, I'm still going. 
I'm still going right better than better than Pettis, but uh, Pettis was impressive last year, obviously, and he you know had some podiums and stuff, and he nearly won nearly won the first round last year, which was uh, which was great for him, but definitely the expectations. Um, for him um, coming for me are higher this year um, could be a possible moto winner i don't uh, i don't know for sure but um, he's going to have some speed i just think he'll struggle a little bit with the consistency and stuff uh, you know right off right. the bat here uh, josh osby coming up uh, mark worth will be back mark worth showed some speed when he jumped in to that ride yeah um let's see what he can do could be interesting between hayes osby and worth like three american kids well, Hayes isn't a kid anymore, but three American dudes coming in and getting in the mix a little bit, you know? Well, what I about s- Surratt, too? The only thing I know about him is he was the very first moto winner at Loretta's last year because I was on the gate watching. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely pretty fast. Uh, let's see what he can do. Um, he won 125, or 252-stroke race at Glen Helen. He's a world champion, two-stroke race champion. Um, so that'll help, I guess, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is Osby any good outdoors? I don't know much Dude, about him. I, I, I know, me neither. Arena cross. I don't know either. Yeah, I have no idea. Honestly, didn't think Hayes was that good outdoors either. It's been a long time. But, yeah. you know, that qualified fastest. and So maybe Hayes could be like a sleeper pick. I, I still don't think – I think Wright is the second-place guy behind Thompson. Like, And I mean clearly. That's how yeah. I feel. You too? You guys feel that way, New uh, and Goldie? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think – yeah, I don't uh, – yeah, I'm still going eight motos, though. Yeah. New, okay. new team, new truck, new chick. Eight motos is a bold claim. Like, <laughs> how many That's motos did you win last year? Overall. That's three, four overalls. Does Hot Dog Vendor, when, if Wright wins the championship, does Hot Dog Vendor congratulate him or no? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's too good of a guy Absolutely. not to. Okay. I guarantee you, hugs yeah. and everything. Yeah, behind the scenes, he's flipping the bird. No, Hot Dog Vendor's bitter. He's bitter. Well, yeah, they are bitter, man. They you know, put all that time and effort into it, but. It comes to a point that, you know, it's the same thing with uh, the pro circuit guys or Geico steal it from a smaller team or whatever. you got to look at it like you've got them to a point and you can't get them any farther because you don't have the money, you don't have the resources, and all that stuff. You know, Diggs is powered by uh, the most, you know, uh, the most uh, lucrative manufacturer in Canada. They have the most options. They have as much money as they need to do things and stuff like that where hot dog vendors, boys, they were they were limited to certain things. Yes, their bikes were great and whatnot like that, but – you know, there's certain things that just make that little little bit of difference. And uh, and right, he 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 took the deal. He went for that little bit of money, and it's not a lot of money. It wasn't a lot, um, but uh, he he went for it instead. He went for D- the money. Diggs is powered by Ridgelines. I like it. Um, <laughs> Davy Fraser got ninth overall. I didn't even forget, I forgot about that. Davy yeah. Fraser. How old is Davy Fraser, Noof? He's uh, 29. Oh, that's it? I thought he'd be even older. Yeah, okay. yeah I was going to say, actually, you think Davey Frazier's about 41. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. He's been around a long time, man. Like, doing nationals back in, like, 06. Um, um, does, I remember him. Does Casey Keese have a full series ride? Well, he's doing the full series, but I don't know if it's a ride, but his dad will be funding it. Oh, okay. And does he step up a little bit, you think, Noof? Does he take, like, a Pettis leap this year at all? or No. <laughs> I can tell your enthusiasm yeah. right there. Uh, well, sorry, bro. I guess that was a dumb question. Well, I've raced against him this year, and 
He got you know. sixth at uh, Regina. I guess that was a muddy, that was muddy one. Muddy yeah, one, I don't know. I'm I'm comparing him at. I guess I'm comparing him. I'm basing him again or judging him off of you know seeing him at a couple local races this year. And um, I mean, he went nine, eight, nine, six. Yeah, yeah, I was good. Well, I mean, I was just, surprised. Didn't you just beat him, Noof? Yeah, a month or so ago. Yeah, yeah, couple, couple motos. Didn't you beat him though last year too? The same similar race. I beat him. I beat him every single race last year. And I mean, I don't know. I guess I, I have a lot of talent still left that I need to be putting out there. I don't know. Maybe I should be doing the national. Okay. What would he go nine six? Let's something? not be silly here. Let's nine eight silly here. nine eight nine six to start the year. I That's know. I mean, you know. That's solid. It is. Could it's solid. Me. Yeah, that could have been you, Noof. It always he could, do, he could do that again or better. It you know he could be a seven six five seven kind of guy. You know if he's consistent on the West Coast. Right. But when he all gets back I'll, on East, I think I the sand bites him. Keast is unbelievably talented on the bike. He has tons and tons and tons of potential. Um, he just does not know how to deliver that potential um, to further his career. Okay. I'm not a so, fan. The Noof is not a fan. I like him. I like him. I try. I, I give him words of encouragement. Oh, okay. And All right. Okay. I like him. It's just he wants to be the best, but the work is hard to get out of him. <laughs> it does take a lot of work to, to be the it best. It does. Yes. Yeah. Um, talent-wise, this podcast talent wise, is all though, guys that never worked hard at the riding side of uh, their careers. <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have a quarter of either one of you two's uh, pro career. So, um, well, true. Uh, although you had that sweet photo of me with the whole shot, golly. you like that? Yeah, I found it in a freaking binder at my house. Oh, that was I'm strong. like, that's got to be Mathis. Why'd you think it was me though? How'd you know it was me? Because I remember seeing some picture of you with what was it, five sixty two? 762, bro. 762, sorry. I remember seeing a picture somewhere else of you like that. I'm like, man, I wonder if that's him. And then I just randomly sent it to you. And I'm like, yeah, like, is that yeah. you? And like, you're like, Moto Park whole shot, Noof. 1990, man. Yeah. Really? You put it to Jesse Wilson in the first 50 yards. Um, huh. All right. Uh, what else? Uh, so we Who's all. This is Jaron Stapleton guy. Yeah, from Australia. Used to wear X brand. Uh, good dude. Good, right? Um. He'll be top ten. I think he'll be top ten. Where where did he just pop in from? I don't know why he's doing Canadian Nationals. I have no idea. I haven't talked to him for a while, but he's a good dude. Um, Cool. He'll be be top ten. Nice guy. Yeah, really good guy. Isn't isn't he? I I googled him the other day. He's like the FXR Australian rep or something like that. Like some kind of weird connection there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Oh, so that's why Andy Andy stoked. So we all think Thompson's going to win. Yes. We all think Purcell yeah. is going to win if he races all the races. Do we all think that? Did yeah. we establish that? I think so. Oh no, yeah. I'm not. Well, yes, yes, yeah. But we don't think he's going to make all the races. Title. Yeah, we don't think he's going to make all the races. So then I go with Benoit and Newf. You're going with Fasciati and Golly's yeah. going with Gurky. Yeah. yeah. A couple of sand races makes it hard to go against Gurky. That's for sure. But yeah. Um. All right, uh, so that's what we think was going to happen, people. Uh, we're, we're probably wrong. Don't play this back at the end of the series, but make sure you yell at both Caldy and Noof if you see him, and, uh, and that'd be great. Um, so, hey, let's, it. let me talk a little bit, a couple things. Uh, Mark Stallybrass, I'm sure. Do you think Stally listens to this? Probably not. Someone who knows Stally does, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Someone who knows and knows okay. if we've bashed it in any way, he'll hear that part. If there's well, anything good, he probably won't just, hear that part. I'm just saying once again, Stally. 
pay the fucking MX2 guys the same as an MX1 guys and make it 30 minutes. It's now a national class. Stop being cheap and getting around it that way. It's ridiculous. I say it, I say it every year. I'm going to say it again. It's a joke. It's Obviously, tw- he's not listening to this. It's then. <laughs> 25 minutes, and then he pays the, he pays the same uh, pace, pace uh, as he did when it was a, a regional series. So that's a that joke. That pace structure has not changed for a long that's time. A, that's a joke. Do you um, think... Do you think that's why he doesn't make the mo? Like, it's not like they're hurting for time. There's no live TV or none of that bullshit going on. Do you well, think that's now. why? Well, no, I oh, think. I get, I, well. Yeah, I think. I think he can say, "Listen, you're not doing 30 minutes. You're not doing the same work. You don't deserve the same pay." That's why he's hmm. saying it. That's that's exactly. Yeah, but you know. it's five minutes less and. Oh, I know, dude. Tell me about Sixty percent less pay. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, absolutely. It's a joke. Uh, second thing is, I always talk about the Canadian Motocross the Nations team and what a joke it is, but the last two years, uh, well, the last two out of the last three years with Galdi and then Courtney Lloyd, it's been great. And Benoit really opened some eyes last year, so that was cool. I can no longer rant about that. That was all good. Uh, Newf, the new team manager, like last year, like fantastic job over over the other guy. Like just well, I mean the re- the results speak for themselves. <laughs> they do, they do. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, I mean, yeah. And that's you know that's easy to right. We do. can just so move we on. We got from the there. right person. We yes. finally have the right person yes, doing the absolutely. job. Absolutely. Finally, some leadership. Benoit's results showed that that's all yep. that team needed. It just needed some leadership in the, in the structure of the yep. team. Yep. Yep. You guys are great. <laughs> the only person that could have done it better was either you or myself. Yes, so. absolutely. I agree. One hundred percent on that. Um yeah. <laughs> for people who don't know, Galdi managed Team Canada two years ago. So in yeah. case people You know what? Hey, my story's better. One and done. Got fired. I'm out of there. <laughs> who, who wants to hear about the story of them getting tenth or the story that we went there? Had a good time and I got fired already. Like that sounds like a way more attractive story. <laughs> The best is you get fired from a non-paid position job. Like that's hard to do. It's not easy to do. No, it's not. No, it's not. But I'm a fired volunteer. Ryan Gall did it, everybody. <laughs> yes. Um. So okay. So another one of my rants every year is young Canadian talent. Where the hell is it? What's going on? Uh, Beats is gone. You know, Beats is long gone. Um, but. Um, Beats is gone. Where are we right now? Poor no, Beats. Poor Beats. <laughs> um, no, what He's still I, around. He's just gone. Yeah, he didn't die, everybody. <laughs> didn't want yeah. to make it that way. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm happy with Wright. Like, I think this kid's got a future. Do you – either one of you know him that well? I mean, I know him to say hi and talk to him, but either one of you – like, does he have any – ambition to head south and try to see what he can do um because i think he's got some real skills i really do i believe this year is um, a big seller for that if he has the year that we're we're selling and even the one even the one better that newf is is saying he'll have if we don't see him at supercross on the east giving it a shot next uh mid-february then all is lost in canadian moto Wow, that's a bold statement too. All is lost. Yeah, but um, no, all is yeah. lost. Like, what do you think, Noof? Like, am I am I drunk or high? Like, I think the kids the kid can do something. Yeah, and he seems like he's pretty focused, and you know he has the new chick, he has new, the heart, and new chick, new and truck. he's got the new truck and the new new chick and the new team. So that <laughs> you know that's awesome. Um, <laughs> got that going. But no, him. I think I think he's I think well, obviously he's the next guy next guy in line. I think you take Thompson out of that class right now, and I think he's. He's a legitimate championship uh, championship guy, but 
you know, Pettis is promising too, still young and, and putting in the work. You know, so he raced arena cross out here all winter, made a crap ton of money and went and spent it all in California by riding and training. And he was going to do super, some super crosses, yeah. but he ended up getting hurt right beforehand. So uh-huh. um, that was a bit of a bummer. And then the three kids that handled uh, Chisholm at Moto Park on test day. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they are... But no, legit though the the right or uh, Watling Ward and uh, Canella they are super legit. They do the Loretta's thing and get very respectable results. So um, and Casey Keast as well. And I'm not a hater. I do like him. Um, you know, he's got the potential to to make shit happen as well. So okay. So um, for the first time in a while, guys. we have some we have some young Canadian talent. We could see be a JSR or a rollerball or whatever. Yeah, like those those seven names right there, man, could really carry our flag for quite some time, and then and definitely help, you know, put some kids back into the Supercross idea, uh, as, as well as what's going on with the series changing for next year. What we'll get into here in a little bit, but those are seven big names that could really help Canadian Moto just kind of advance past that little hump that we've had for so many years because we've really only had uh, Cole Thompson, uh, you know, chasing that that dream for for quite a bit of time here. So, yeah, like, I'm pretty stoked on that, actually. Now, in the role that I'm playing, I think New Fist, too, those guys are fun to watch. And now they just need to take that risk and try it on the big stage. Yeah, interesting to see, for sure. Um, Speaking of Thompson, so Justin Thompson, Cole's brother, uh, and there's Kyle Thompson, right? Correct, another brother. Yep. That's, yep. And is there another one I'm missing, or is that it? There's, there's three five of them. Of them oh, the other two, okay. uh, uh, one is working at the family business, and uh, the okay. other one, Jay, runs the MX schools, which is like the uh, right. training program out of the Thompson camp. Okay, so 2018, apparently, it looks like we had a rest conference in Toronto Supercross. It looks like Jetworks, who, who Kyle Thompson owns, is teaming up with the CMA, which therefore Justin Thompson. Justin Thompson. What did I say? Yep, Kyle. Kyle. Oh, I'm sorry, Kyle. All right, sorry. Kyle likes the Capitals, and I like bugging about the Washington Capitals. Um, okay, so Justin Thompson is doing this and uh, JetWorks series. It's going to be a combination indoor outdoor uh, uh, championship. Uh, we, I went to the press conference in Toronto. Uh, Galdi hosted it. Wore a suit. It was really weird. Um, I look good, right? Well, I don't know, bro. It just look, it freaked me out a little bit. But I look, I, come on, I look, yeah, just because you wear the same thing every day. Just don't be, don't knock somebody stepping out of the realm. A you're bit, you're okay? right. You're right. It's, it's actually yeah. I, I need to. <laughs> um, so and 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 so JetWorks went and got the CMA back involved, which okay, like I, we can say some things about the CMA and Marilyn Bastido. We can say plenty of things, but. He, he was smart in doing that, and therefore the FIM uh, affiliation comes with it because God knows what Marilyn has for photos of people in Switzerland, um, but they only recognize the CMA. <laughs> and, and so in 2018, guys, we're going to see two national series unless Mark Stallybrass at CMRC folds up. Um, I don't see him doing that because he's making money, he's doing this series, and I would hate to see an IRL IndyCar type of split that would kill the series in Canada. There's not enough teams, not enough riders, not enough money to go around. So I don't know what the fuck is going to happen here. Uh, Jetworks' business plan seems really, really solid. Um, but Mark Stallybrass, as anybody knows, isn't just going to walk away. And, and I'd heard that uh, Jetworks was going to try to buy CMRC. That's not going to happen. Mark's going to want $8 bajillion for basically nothing. Um, and Galdi, up front, you're a little 
you're a competitor to CMRC, so, you know, up front we got our listeners need to know that a little bit. You know, you're not the biggest fan of them and them not of you. But how do you honestly see this shaking out, Ryan? Uh, well, the, the price tag apparently is 2.5 mil. Uh, if you're looking to purchase a series, it's been out there for a little bit now. Uh, I don't know if it's worth that, not worth that. It's very hard to put a, a number like that on something that really doesn't have much that you own when you buy it. Um, so that that right there is is definitely a, a really hot topic amongst the industry right now. Um, the grassroots side of it, the part where I am against the CMRC here in Ontario, is definitely... Um, uh, I mean, it's safe to use the word crumbling at the moment. It's not going very well for the biggest sanctioning body in Canada as far as that grows. And obviously, if you want to have a pro series, you need to find amateurs to run your amateur series to get into your pro series eventually. So that right there is is a big uh, question mark as far as what manufacturers are looking for in the MMIC, which is like our sort of uh, FIM in Canada that kind of makes this sort of old boys club type thing. Um, and But as you just said, Mark is likely not just going to go away. Um, right. Rumor is right now, though, is he's over it. He's he's looking to get out. He's looking to sell. He's over over dealing with guys like me coming at him, guys like Justin trying something new, trying to hunt for money, trying to deal with sponsors, all that kind of stuff, TV packages, yada, yada, yada. Um, I know uh, a rumor, again, is, too, is Rockstar wasn't happy, and then they changed the contract by saying that now if there is competition, uh, they are able to look at that competition. So this three-year agreement is not necessarily a three-year thing if competition comes in, which now there is competition coming next year. So... It is. It is being on the. I'm actually on the inside of it all, and I'm confused out of my mind. Um, but like you said, Justin and Jetworks has a plan. It's very sound. They have some very uh, uh, good ideas and moves already in the making, and as well as some corporate dollars. The CMA FIM thing is obviously good on the outside looking in, minus the the hiccups. Uh, dealing with the Maryland side of things, and of course, how long they've been out of touch with everything concerning Canadian motocross. Right. Um, you know, so that's a bit scary as well. And, and it's really, it's a very positive time, but it's also kind of a scary thing too, because there's just a whole bunch of uncertainties. Even when you look at the jet work schedule that we got at the the press conference, you know, there's four or five dates that don't have tracks, and right. that's been said from Mark Stolle Brass in a podcast. Saying, well, they don't really have tracks. Like, how the hell are you going to have a series? And, uh, you can you know, get and I know tracks, Justin, though, right? I mean, Justin and Mark have talked and met before about talking about next year. So um, I know there's a, another announcement coming, I want to say, in a couple of weeks, I think it is. I haven't talked to Justin in, in a while. I think he's on a vacation right now. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting thing. But for sure, I don't think Mark is just going to fold up shop because he's got bills to pay. And, you know, there isn't some sort of uh, – retirement package in the motocross community uh he's not going to get some pension out of it all kind of thing so but um let me yeah the, the next few months are interesting for sure we can't have two series like no 100 percent. there's like, already been manufacturer kickbacks saying that they they will likely have to you know pull back if there is a two series thing here because this is not good for the sport no noof go ahead yeah i, I was just going to say i the whole thing to me um, is super, super confusing. I have people asking me at the track all the time, the local races, you know, what's this thing? And I'm like, I can't even explain it. Like, and I'm talking to Galdi all the time, and he he's confused about it as well. So all I know is that the worst possible thing that can happen to the sport that we all love here in Canada is if there's two series. It's yeah. just not 
going to be good. Um, I hate to see what happens, even if it does run one year with T-Series. I don't know. Um, it's not good now, for the future. I agree when I went to the press conference and Jetworks had TBA behind a bunch of tracks outside of Walton. Um, you know Sandalee will be one of them, and Popcom will be one of them. But yeah. Gopher. Gopher? Yep. Oh, that might be something new that I didn't know about. Um, tracks aren't that bad to get. They can figure that out. I'm okay with that. But, um, I mean, yeah, you know, we don't know Mark's Rockstar contract, but he did announce a three-year deal, so there's that. And who knows in, in, in our sport with the, what the hell that goes. But neither one of you, neither one of you gave me the que- answer to the question that I said. What, what happens? Like, what happens in 2018 in Canadian moto, Galdi? Uh, I think you'll see CMRC fold up and the new regime takes over. But we just talked about how Mark's not going to go quietly. Well, you just wanted an answer from me. I gave you the beat around the bush one beforehand. <laughs> wow. Okay, because this is the podcast. We're not trying to piss anybody off or throw anyone under the bus. Angry. Fuck it. CMRC gone in 2018. <laughs> new. Oh, how about them apples? Yeah. yeah I, we- wouldn't go quite, I wouldn't go quite that aggressive. Right. But and this is total speculation. I have no idea. Uh, obviously, well, that's how you're going to answer say, this question. You're going to speculate. Yes, say, yay or nay? Did you say two? Did you say two point five million dollars or something for the series? That's the price tag rumor. Yes, that's the price tag. I feel that there's going to be somehow the Jetworks thing is happening. That that series, I guarantee, it, Justin Thompson has not folded on anything, at least that I know of. That he said he, I didn't think that we'd ever see his full across Canada arena cross series, and that happened. I feel there will be some working uh, a little bit, or Mark will slowly go away, but we won't see two series next year. I think everybody knows, even Mark himself knows, that two series won't work in Canada. But um, I don't think we see a CMRC national series. We see a Jetworks with some kind of buy-in from Jetworks on CMRC. That's the only thing I can see. We're going to see at the very first round next year, Maryland and Mark hugging on the podium <laughs> at the first riders meeting of the year. <laughs> fireworks, fireworks, confetti. Yeah, fireworks, yeah. the trumpets going, Canadian flags waving, uh, you know. Okay, but and but, you're still and you're still not allowed into the race. And I'm still not allowed into the race. <laughs> because Marilyn fired you from Des Nations and Mark doesn't like and him. And Mark so, doesn't yeah. like him either. Um, yeah. You're screwed. <laughs> but but okay, wait a minute though. Like you're both 100% confident that this Jetworks thing is going? Like, look, we, Justin's a friend of ours, of all of ours, but, like, you're 100% confident this is happening? 99.9%. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, I'm confident. It, he wouldn't be the first guy to say, this is what we're doing, and hold a fancy press conference, and then behind the scenes not get the funding and it quietly goes away. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it wouldn't be the yeah. first guy to do that. Do you know what I mean? So, um, Well, I, it actually has happened to him. Uh, like, what was that, new f- seven years ago? Remember they were going to do that at Supercross, Cross Series and stuff in, in Ontario and Quebec and stuff? It never really got announced, but it came out a bit, and he had to squash it until he got this one revamped again. It's okay. the same idea that now is working, but the one uh, years ago it got squashed at first. Listen, I like the plan. He's talking about some revenue sharing with teams, which I've yelled and screamed about down here in the U.S., um, I love the idea of having like a longer series uh, spread out more, but you got an indoor and outdoor, and you're gonna have like a grand national champion. I love that. 
The teams will like it. Uh, he's got. It seems like he's got a TV deal in place. Although uh, credit to Sally, he's going to be on MX One is on TSN this year now, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. which is good. Um. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, man. Like, I don't know enough about what's going on up there. You guys are more plugged in, and but I just know we can't have two series, man. One of these dudes are going to yeah. have to blink because. It'll tear it apart if Matt Gerke is the Jetworks champion and uh, Michael Lessi is the uh, CMRC champion. You know what I mean? So, if there's and, and yeah, remember, won't be. remember CMA tried to run like a two race series and then a one race series. I think my buddy from <laughs> Manitoba was literally a national champion. Shane uh, Langdale. Yeah, still, Shane Langdale. They still, they still have. They still have a Canadian national CMA. Still has one here in Agassiz. No, they don't. Down the road. No, they, they don't. do. They have a. Ne- they do. <laughs> they do. They have a Canadian. No, no nobody shows. Like there's nobody shows up. Noof. Like they Noof. literally do. Go there. Ace, I know. You need to be a national champion. <laughs> Think about next year when you wave it in front of Galdi. I'm a national yeah, champion. Yeah, you'll and definitely then, win that bet now in the Twitter war. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going. I'm in. I'm going to take the week off work to train. <laughs> the week? You just need the week. That's all you need. All you got to do is show up and collect. You won't have everybody on the gate. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, man, it's it's a little bit of an interesting time. I've talked to a couple of team owners around the Toronto time, and they told me, hey, if Justin Thompson, if Jetworks is going to pay us to show at some races, we're going there. Yeah, 100%. Why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? But But, but Mark... Mark and his MMIC thing, he's pretty powerful behind the scenes with the OEMs, correct? So yeah, that's fading a bit. Is it? Okay, because that will, that could be the trump card that he holds to go to uh, uh, Hot Dog Vendor's boss and Digger's boss and and um, um, uh, what uh, Leading Edge Cowie guy. Hughes, Jason Hughes. Jason Hughes. I'm sorry, Jason. Go to Jason yeah. Hughes' boss and go, yeah, we need your support in our series. And those guys, ultimately, the OEMs will tell the teams where to go. So that's all I'm saying, you know? Well, to throw in the mix then, if that's the case and everything like that, again, you need your grassroots. I have all the OEMs helping ammo. Okay. Okay, so with saying that, they are willing or looking at other venues or looking at other options or, or willing to test it. Is it only the national money that gets controlled that way? Like I don't know. The pro Series money, you know what I mean? I don't know. You tell me, bro. Well, I'm saying my sponsor list has them all on it, and they're willing to support this. They see the change. They see what's going on. The numbers are getting sent back to them every Monday after all the, the, the things because now it's easy to do stats, and these guys are impressed. So why couldn't it happen on a national level too? All right. There we go. Hmm. Okay, so once so once again, Golly, before we wrap this up, um, Kay Clayson, gate filler or not? Uh, <laughs> not a, yeah, gate, he's a filler. gate filler. Just like the other guys that are going to go from seventh to back there. They oh, fill wait, the gates, man. That's, gate filler or point stealer? Nah, nah, he's he's not going to be a point stealer this year. He's not going to be as fast. <laughs> oh, she's going to be mad at that. I'm, but I'm in just trouble. Take it easy, bro. I'm sorry, I'm I'm real. Uh, I'm real. Okay. I'm real, bro. Keep it real. Uh, Fly Racing, by the way, sponsoring Redemption Racing Team. And uh, and uh, who else do they have? The Redemption Team. Why are we just throwing poor Kate under the bus here in this thing? Is that just because, because he, he got upset? He, yeah, he always says that you bag on him in this show. I want to make sure you get that in. Gurky and Chisholm. Says, Fly guys. Chisholm. Gurky and, uh, and Trombley. Sorry. Gurky and Trombley. Fly. Fly Racing. So. Fly Racing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and also, too, um, 
Kyle Chisholm not as fast as a Canadian B-Rider. <laughs> that's another that's another hot take from Caldy in this podcast. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, All right, everybody. Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Alpine Star Protects. Uh, Atlas Brace, speaking of Protects, Atlas Brace is uh, Ryan the new Flockhart. And uh, Guaranteed MX Ammo, Ryan Gold. Uh, anything else, boys? Uh, I don't know. That's did, we, it. did we do enough damage? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's all this yeah. is now. It's just a damage pod. <laughs> all right. Just and create, then I have to do damage drama pod. And the, only, every, the best part is, Steve, is neither one of them see us yeah. uh, for the first round. It's all on Noof. Uh, they just go see Noof. Yeah. Who has to just go damage there? control. <laughs> You're like, oh. All right, everybody. Uh, Thanks for listening. Appreciate Appreciate it. it. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing. He's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, you know. And I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride and you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years.